This is the Evil Chocolate Cookie Grab Bag Podcast. Good morning, everyone. This is the Evil Chocolate Cookie back with you, and you'll notice that today's intro is different. This is my first episode with a user-created intro, and I'd like to have your feedback on it. So, just be honest with me. Let me know what you think. We'll see what we can do. Reminder, the intro contest is still open because no one submitted anything during the deadline. So, that's available to you. What I want to talk about today is something that's on a lot of our minds lately. And that is Clubhouse. I want to go over my feelings about Clubhouse, what what I found using it, likes, dislikes, gripes, complaints, all kinds of that stuff. First of all, let's start out by answering the question that might be on some of your minds. What is Clubhouse? Clubhouse is a new social media platform that is only audio. There's no texting, no posting pictures, none of that. I mean, you have a profile picture, but that's it. All of your interactions with other users are strictly audio-based. <clears throat> why, why would we need this? You might wonder. Well... And especially the blind community will relate to this. Our primary means of communication is by voice, not by sending people pictures back and forth and all that kind of stuff. But we like to put a voice to the names of our friends. Clubhouse allows us to do that. And I think for people who aren't blind, they are experiencing that in a way for the first time. Well, I don't know if it's the first time. We had some other places like that, but they got a little chaotic. Um, Dabble comes to mind. I think that's been around for a little bit. But I don't use it as much. I have an account, but they kind of broke voiceover, so I uninstalled the beta. I got an email last night saying they'd fixed it, though, so I might have to check it out. But Dabble comes to mind, and... Oh my god, what was the name of that other platform? I cannot remember. There was a platform, I think it's actually still around, I was on it, that would allow you to ask questions and get answers entirely by voice, but it went subscription and I stopped using it. If any of you guys know what I'm thinking of here, please chime in when you hear this and let me know. Send me a message. So Clubhouse is pretty unique in that approach. Well, I don't know about so much anymore because so many other social networks are trying to compete now. You've got stage channels on Discord. You've got Twitter spaces. That kind of thing. But for what it is, an exclusive audio-only social network, that is, that is pretty unique. Now, what do I, what do I think of Clubhouse? In general, what I'm going to say here is pretty positive, but I do think there are some downsides, and the clubhouse people are probably going to kill me for this, but I really don't care, as long as they don't kick me off the platform for voicing my honest opinions. 
first of all, the interface. I love it. It's pretty self-explanatory. You've got your navigation controls and stuff up at the top, your search box, your profile, your recent activity feed, the ability to invite your friends. Yes, Clubhouse is invite only right now. They're, I think they're working on opening it up sometime later, but right now you have to have an invite to get in. No matter what kind of invite it is, be it someone texts you an invite, be it someone sends you the link to their next club event and you can get in that way more about that later but in any way shape or form you have to be invited and then past your navigation controls you have what they call your hallway and your hallway is pretty much like your main menu where you can get to all these different rooms and things like that now, a room is where a conversation takes place. You can open a room up on pretty much anything as long as you're not going against the guidelines and the rules. Within the room, you have like your navigation controls and stuff at the top. You've got your button to go back to your hallway, community guidelines, and your profile. Then you get to the room controls. You've got room actions. You've got the name of the room. And if you are using a club, more on those in a moment, you will have the name of the club at the top of the room that you can click on to view the club itself. Immediately below that, you have the stage. And it's not labeled as such, but you've got all your speakers listed. Yeah, moderators, speakers, what have you. They're all in the same spot. Below them, you have your audience, and that is split into two sections, followed by the speakers and others in the room. Followed by the speakers is self-explanatory. It means people that have come into the room that someone who's speaking follows. Others in the room is just new people that no one like follows or anything like that. Finally, below that, you have a leave quietly button. If you are a room moderator, you have a button to view raised hands. And then everyone has an invite a friend into the room button and a mute button to turn off your microphone. If you are in the audience, your mute button will re be replaced by a request to speak button. That does exactly what it says. It basically raises your hand. Because that's the metaphor that they use. If you want to, if you want to talk, you raise your hand. So that's, that's basically the interface, and it is extremely, extremely accessible with voiceover. My one gripe, though, is that the pop-ups, like if someone invites you to join as a speaker, or if you are a moderator and someone raises their hand, those pop-ups vanish very fast. So missing them is possible and likely. I wish they were a little more persistent. I don't want them sitting on the screen constantly until you acknowledge them, but I want them there long enough that if it pops up and your voiceover cursor gets stuck if you're using voiceover that you can activate them that's my big problem with the interface now i mentioned getting an invite this is another thing that kind of bothers me in order for someone to give you an invite 
a, a, just a standard invite, they have to have your phone number. Which is alright if it's one of your friends, but if it's like a total stranger who wants an invite from you because they saw that you have some to get rid of, that's, that's disturbing. I don't like that. So, I, I wish they would change that a little bit. Maybe make it to where you can send invites as a link or something. But, in order to keep it fair, you can send someone an invite as a link, say through Facebook Messenger, Reddit, Twitter, anything like that. But that link will expire after a single use. And the next person who needs an invite has to ask you for another one. That's how I personally would handle invites. But I'm not in charge, so... How I would handle it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, clubs are another thing I want to talk about. A club is pretty much a group about one certain topic. My favorite example is the Jeopardy Club. Don't ask me why that's my favorite example. I didn't create it or anything. Oh. <laughs> uh. But we get together and we talk about Jeopardy. We talk about what's going what's going on in the Jeopardy universe right now. Because, as you know, it's kind of in a state of disarray. Because we are still searching for a new host. And we've got all these guest hosts. And some of them are really good. And some of them absolutely suck. And some of them are kind of in the middle. So we talk about that. We talk about people who... Maybe made a big impression on us from this week's episode. Some of our contestants, maybe if they grab our attention. We also get together and we play Jeopardy matches sometimes. Like if someone requests to play Jeopardy, I will open up a room and we will play Jeopardy. I mean, they could open it up themselves, but usually I'm drafted to host, so I'm usually the one who has to open the room. <laughs> Aspiring game show hosts, if you'd like to help me out with this, please do. <laughs> I'm sure my poor contestants get tired of my bad reading style. So that's basically what clubs do. I like clubs because you can get people together and you can have fun and you can find common ground, make new friends. Clubs also bring an interesting way to invite people. If they don't want to give you their phone number, you can send them a link to your next club event. They can click on it. If they're not on Clubhouse, they will automatically skip the waitlist, be let into Clubhouse, and be immediately let into your club. And it will actually say on their profile, for example, I'm using my club as an example, invited to join the Jeopardy club. So I do like that, and I almost forgot another way you can get in. If one of your friends who has you in their phone contacts is a Clubhouse user, and they see that you have signed up, it will prompt them to let you in. And that goes into another one of my gripes. Privacy. I feel like they don't care so much about your privacy. I don't get the nagging feeling that, you know, I'm being recorded or anything like that. No, it's, it's not like that. What I don't like is the fact that they kind of keep an eye on your phone contacts and if one of your phone contacts signs up to Clubhouse, you get, your phone contact just signed up, would you like to let them in? 
I, I don't like that. That is a little bit of invasion, if you ask me. It's, it's awkward. It's uncomfortable. And there's nothing I can do about it. So, Clubhouse, I know in your own little way that you are trying to help people out. But can we back off of spying on people's contacts a little bit, please? That's awkward. I don't have anything in my contact list to hide. It's not like I know a hundred zillion celebrities or anything like that. But still, it's just, it's weird. I do like the interface, like I said, the ability to get people up on stage. And those you don't want to toss them out. Another thing I, I understand it, but it, I see how it might make some people uncomfortable is the real names policy. You have to use your honest-to-goodness name. And the reason I say that might make some people uncomfortable is there may be a different name that they prefer to use on the internet versus in real life so that people cannot stalk them or track them or anything like that. Or hack into their computers. You, you know, thing, things like that. And Clubhouse won't let them use it. They have to use their legal name. And, you know, like I said, I understand it. We can't have people being fake or anything like that. But some people have a name that they prefer and they're not allowed to use it. Now, for creators, you do have a little bit of a break in this respect. You can add a creator alias. Which is why when you find me on Clubhouse, I'm going to pop up as the evil chocolate cookie. Because I, I do a lot of creative work. And most of you don't know my name. Most of you know me as the evil chocolate cookie. So if you wanted to look me up on Clubhouse and I wasn't allowed to add the evil chocolate cookie in anywhere, how would you find me? So that, that's a bit of a break. Um, another thing that kind of messes with me and I wish they would fix, there's supposed to be a tone when someone comes into the room or when they request to speak. And while there is one, it's very, very quiet. And if there is a conversation going on, the moderators are going to miss it. So I wish we had the option to make that louder or to change it to something louder to begin with. Because beep is easily missed when you're talking to a lot of people. Ow, I just poked myself in the eye. Wasn't trying to do that. I sent them a note about something the other day. I don't remember exactly what it was. But there was some feature I sent them a note about. I'm like, I'm sorry to bother you, but could you could you maybe try to do this? They are very, very receptive to feedback. They do care about accessibility. I like that.
And it seems to me like, in their own way, they care about their users because they try to give us things that we need and we can use. So, they definitely have a leg up on most social media from that point of view. Ahem, <clears throat> Facebook, I'm looking at you. <laughs> So, I mean, overall, I'd have to give it about a three and a half to a four. Just because of those, out of five, that is. Just because of those problems that I listed for you guys. But, on the whole, I like it. I will probably continue to use it for long term. It works really well for my Jeopardy club. And all in all, it's just it's just a, a good concept. I, I like that. Well, that's all for now. Um, usual blah, blah, blah. I still need to pre-record this segment so that I don't have to say it every single time. If you like what I do and would like to support me, you can do that in a number of ways. You have listener support on this podcast. You have Patreon at patreon.com slash theevilchocolatecookie. You can send one-time donations at streamlabs.com slash theevilchocolatecookie1. And you can buy merch by adding merch slash merch to the end of the URL I just gave you. Again, none of this is required. But if, you would, if you'd like to do it, it's there. Or if you really want some kind of cool I Hate You Pierre merchandise. Because <laughs> that's one of my taglines. You, you guys know this by now. Other content from me is at the uh, on Twitter, Instagram, and Clubhouse at EvilCookies98. Email is the Evil Chocolate Cookie at gmail.com. Skype, just search for me under the Evil Chocolate Cookie. Discord, the Evil Chocolate Cookie number 4569. Reddit slash U slash Evil Chocolate Cookie. The Good Pods Network, you can find me at Evil Cookies98. I've claimed this show on there. And I guess I will see you next time. And until then, remember that you guys are the best and don't be evil. <laughs>